Welcome back to Music Raygun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. It's another episode. <laughs> oh, we're coming up on the first anniversary of Pandemisodes. <laughs> oh, remember our first, when we were like, hey everyone, wash your hands. <laughs> yes. Yeah, at the end of our final regular episode, yep. we played that uh, uh, Chromeo. Chromeo wash your hands song. Yeah. It was like, like, yeah. Isn't this wacky that there's a... Uh, Another virus, and then all of a sudden the world just turned <laughs> Yes. Wash your hands, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, I think that episode was the end of February, and we're now oh, in February. That's insanity. So it's just about a year since we re- like uh, recorded that. So, Do you remember the episode? I do not. Nor do Maybe I. it was a grab bag? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> so yeah. much has happened. It's another lifetime. It's the before Wait. times. But speaking exactly. of years ago, I, I had sort of an interesting something I want to talk about. Okay. Okay. Uh, that occurred to me, and this is real, like music nerdy. Well, there you go. It's us. And uh, yeah, okay. So you know the movie Wet Hot American Summer. Love that movie. Comedy classic. So that movie turns twenty this year. Wow. And that movie depicts twenty years ago. So it came out in 2001 mm-hmm. and it and it's set in 1981. Oh right? my god, yeah. So so if that movie came out today, it would be set in 2001. That's so depressing to hear. So it's it is a little depressing, but that's that's not what I'm yeah. getting at. I'm not trying to depress you. So I was just I was thinking about that fact and then I was thinking about something we've talked about before on the podcast that th- there's a great music uh, there are a few great music moments mm-hmm. in that, but it uses Jefferson Starship's Jane from 1979 over the opening credits. It's so good. And it works amazingly. It makes me love that song more. Absolutely. So what I was trying to think of is, if you were going to make that movie today, what song from 1999 is like the musical equivalent of Jane? That you would use over that opening montage of like these 19 year olds sort of partying around a campfire, getting drunk and making out. And like, what's the vibe? Wow. So like, what's the vibe of a song? And I'm thinking like, it has to be popular enough that it was like a top 20 hit and people who were around at the time know it. Yeah. But it's not so ubiquitous that it's like popularly still known now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has to be, it has to rock like Jane yes. rocks. And it has to have sort of a party vibe like that. So I think I came up with a good answer. Yes, it has, to, not, it has to be fun. It's not perfect. So if you want to think about it for homework and come back with a better answer. I'm, I'm looking at songs right now and I bet you I can come up with something. But I want to hear what you come up with. My answer is Pumping on Your Stereo by Supergrass. I don't even know that song. Okay, so that's a hint that it might be a good choice because i because i didn't know jane before i saw oh my god i bet you would know pumping on your stereo if you heard it i i love the name of the song i think that's great but yeah when when we record our next episode come back with some candidates i'm going to come back if you, with some... if, if you can come up with something okay you want to throw one out there i now? have one right now okay i'm real happy about this okay canned heat by jamiroquai <laughs> Oh, good choice, except it's not a rocker, so I don't think the vibe is the same. Plus, automatic disqualification because of its presence in Napoleon Dynamite. No, I I will give you... I I disagree on the first, but you're spot on on the second. 
Yeah. Okay. Let me. Oh no, that doesn't work. Oh. Oh. I almost didn't want to say Supergrass because I already think they're iconic for the use of "All Right" in Clueless. But that's, that's a different song. Hair. Yeah. I'm going to give you the jaded. Hey, Paul, you and I are movie execs in uh, <laughs> that year. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be All Star by Smash Mouth. Uh, again, for movie execs, you and I are movie iconic. execs. Too, it's too iconic. It's already used yes. in multiple movies. Yes, but think yeah. like a movie exec. Think like a douchebag. What's what? Do you, in what way? All movie executives are douchebags and go to the obvious mm-hmm. choice. That's the obvious choice. That's the shit. But that makes it like yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. We're choice. we're douchey right. movie executives. Yeah. Okay. Then yes, that's the douchey movie then, executive. Yes, choice. I'm going to yeah. come back. I need to come back to this because that that's a great thought bubble test to do. Yeah, I love that. Uh, uh, yeah, um, we could do it for the whole soundtrack too. Like, what's the what's the 1981 or the 2001 equivalent of that Rick that Rick Springfield song? Love is all right. Love is all right. Yeah. Yeah. What's <laughs> What's what's the equivalent of they just do the instrumental of the instrumental part of Beth by Kiss? Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, there's a but lot. 19, but ninety nine is tough because there wasn't a lot of rock music. Like it was all new metal. It was such a plague of Limp Bizkit and we, you know. Yeah, and so, it, it's all it's all boy bands and girl groups too. Right, which is not the right vibe for what like Jane gives you. Yes, in that in that, yes. in that scene. Uh, so yeah, I, that's just something I was thinking. I'm, I love that. I'm going to come uh, next episode. I'm going to come back with my, my answer. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I have something else before we get to top fives, a new segment I thought we'd try. Great. This is going to be the laser round. It's like the lightning round, but it's music ray gun. So oh, it's a laser round. Like how you doing that? So I'm just going to ask you a series of 10 questions, and you just have to answer fast. Okay. Oh, God. Right, don't think about it. Just give your answer. I fucking love games like this. All right. All right. This is the Music Ray Gun laser round. You ready? Pew, pew. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Jam or Terry Lewis? Terry Lewis. Correct. What's the loudest concert you ever attended? The loudest concert you David ever David Lee Roth. Correct. The Clash or the Buzzcocks? <sighs> the Buzzcocks. Incorrect, The Clash. Okay. Name a band or artist that you and your parents could agree on. Chuck Mangione. Correct. The Revolution or the New Power Generation? The Revolution, no debate. Incorrect, New Power Generation. False. Common misconception. Common misconception. False. It's uh, New Power Generation. Name a, name a band you might like if it had a different lead singer. Name a band you might like if it had a different lead singer. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Correct. Bell or Bivens? Oh, it's... Oh, Bell. Correct. Ricky Bell. Yeah. Ricky Bell is correct. Name two musical Billies. Uh, Billy Joel and Billy Eilish. Uh, incorrect. Sorry, we were looking for Gibbons and Squire. Lead guitar <laughs> yeah. or rhythm guitar? Rhythm guitar. Correct. Do you believe all those rumors that a lot of rock bands in the 60s did pot? Yes. Incorrect. That was a trick question. The correct answer is, who can say? <laughs> yep. And that was the laser round. That was fucking great. Yeah. I'm all hyphy now. 
I, I, I actually wrote down red hot chili peppers. That was the only acceptable answer <laughs> That's for that one. so funny. So, and I kind of thought that you would get that. That's great. Oh, I love a Winsor Patico. <laughs> you did really well on that. Let me see. Let's count up your score. Okay. Jimmy, number one, you got correct. Number two, you got correct. Three, you were wrong. Four, you were correct. Five, you were wrong. Six, you got. Seven, you got. Eight, you missed. Nine... You got you got six out of ten. That's not, not bad. Six percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we need to do this again because that was lovely. Sure, we'll do it again. Oh, yeah, love it. Nicely done. Yeah. Uh, surprised you missed the prince question though. Well, I went with my heart. Yeah, you know, I thought that you because you're such an expert. I thought that you would know that New Power Generation was correct on that. It's funny because they are technically the better band. Uh, I mean, I wasn't even saying better. Yeah, no, they're technically the better. Musically, they're <laughs> technically better, but my heart goes right. with the revolution. Right. They were, yeah. Uh, okay, now let's do our top fives. A little bit more of, uh, of an abstract topic. <laughs> yes, all, all opinion-based, really. Yeah, I pitched this to you based off a specific song that I was listening to and thinking about at the time. Where I was like, this song is really dumb, but I... Love it unironically, which was the idea I had in my head. That's the topic. Yes. Dumb songs that we love. Yes. And that we don't, because you and I say this a lot, we don't believe in guilty pleasures. We don't feel guilty about these. Right, right. We just love them. But I don't remember the song that I was thinking of when I came up with the idea. <laughs> oh, Paul, I was just about to ask you that. So songs, dumb songs we love. Yes. This one was pretty easy for me particularly my uh my three two and one shockingly uh this morning i was at trader joe's heard a song and was like oh i'm putting that in as soon as i get home so uh i took y number five out and made it an honorable mention then put that in at number five okay my i didn't the way that i was strict with myself is for me and you can do whatever you want yeah. but for me they can't be like comedy songs or no, or anything that's like almost like a novelty song no you know i did I mean? yeah so it's it's there's not going to be like any weird al or like fish heads you know for me it has to be songs that aren't trying to be funny, funny. yes yeah yes i i that's exactly what i did and that's why i have one honorable mention that was originally my number five. And then it, when I heard that song at Trader Joe's, I was like, okay, that's going to be my number five. My honorable mm -hmm. mention was uh, Chainsmokers Closer. Oh, I know of the Chainsmokers, yeah. but uh, I don't actually, like what I've heard of them, they're not for me. Yeah, so. they, they yeah. had a huge song. The song Closer might have won a Grammy. Uh, that was like Christmas of like 2016 or 17. It's like, mm -hmm. so baby, pull me closer in the backseat of the rover that you mm -hmm. mother. It's a dumb, dumb song, but yeah. it was played so much and even my kids loved it. But now my kids are like, that song sucks. And I'm like, it's <laughs> pretty good, actually. Doesn't age well. Yeah. I mean, I always thought they just seemed dumb because they named themselves the Chainsmokers. That's a terrible, stupid ass Which I think I even did a, a, a goofy Don't At Me once where I was like, the Don't At Me was something like, you better watch out for that band, the Chainsmokers, because they're badass Chainsmokers. <laughs> they can't stop. 
They're <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you it's did. I remember. Like, Ooh, they're so edgy. They call themselves the chain yeah, smokers. Yeah, they're tense. <laughs> they're intense. But that was yeah. my honorable. Did you have any honorables? Um, sort of, but I'll talk about my honorable in the context of my number five. So why don't I kick it off? Sounds good. Uh, my honorable mention is Cutie Pie by, do you know who it's by? I know the name. I'm blanking. There's probably a lot of songs called Cutie Pie. This is Cutie with two T's for some reason. So it looks like Cutie Pie. Oh. Cutie Pie by La Trim. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, from their Grab It album from 1988. If they had more than one album, I'll be shocked. I only think they had one. It's the same album as uh, Cars with the Boom, which is sort of my quasi-honorable mention. I just didn't want it to be Cars with the Boom because we've talked about that song before. It's a yeah. song that everybody knows. But really, any of the trim song... <laughs> could go uh on this list but yes. this one is is this is the latrim love song yeah not that it's a ballad but it's a you know it's a love letter to their boyfriends where it's like cutie pie the apple of my eye <laughs> and <laughs> like, in that sound that tone that nasally oh, tone. obnoxious new york accents yeah yes. cutie pie it's like pie yeah which is not like an effective like that's just them no that's them they're not putting on right? airs <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's their love song, Cutie Pie. Oh, that's Cutie so... Pie, the apple of my eye. Never ask questions, doesn't want to know <laughs> why. why. I like... do remember that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a second, I was like, wait a minute, Paul. I thought you were going to say Cutie Pie, by, which was the 70s funk song by One Way. And I was like, whoa, wait, what are you doing, Paul? Don't say it's dumb. <laughs> Dude, no, that's it's, a fun classic. It's the trim. That's, uh, the, that's Gloriously funny. dumb rap um, that I don't. That I like unironically. Like, I that was on my Spotify 100 most listened to songs of 2020 was Cutie Pie. But you like Cars That Go Boom better? Well, Cars, it's one of those things where, like, are we talking about the song that is better or the song that's my favorite? Favorite. My favorite is probably Cutie Pie. Oh, okay. Which I think the data shows by how many times I've played <laughs> yeah, it. I've listened yeah. to it more. Yeah. Oh, so. I would have gone. I would have gone. Cars that go boom, but I think yeah. that's because that was the bigger hit, and that's the one I associate them with. So it's right. There's a bias against that, and I also think, honestly, Cutie Pie is ever so slightly dumber than, <laughs> Just a than little. Cars with the Boom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cars with the Boom is kind of cool. Like I like yeah. the Cars that go, but there's a little bit of coolness in there, so that's I right. can see a point. Okay, yeah, yeah. my number five was the one that I heard in Trader Joe's today. Mm -hmm. uh, and is replacing Chainsmokers Closer. It's Parting the USA by Miley Cyrus. Ah, oh, so good. So good, right? <laughs> and I forgot about yeah. it. And we literally walked into Trader Joe's and it, the chorus was playing. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. I got to put this on yeah. the list. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if I consider that dumb. It's just so good that it elevates it beyond dumb for me. And that was the song where I was like, the one that brought me in mm -hmm. for Miley Cyrus when before that I still was just like, oh, she's like the Hannah Montana, yeah. Disney Channel bullshit, yeah. you know, for children. And then that song came out. I was like, I can't deny it. <laughs> nope. I can't deny nope. it. Admit it's it. so good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. It's a yeah. good tune. And I, I have not thought about it in years. And then they played it. I was like, oh, it's good. But yeah, just the chorus is like. 
any sort yeah. of partying in the USA is automatically it, dumb. You know, you're right, and it it, it is it it does make me cringe a little bit. The ones that put my hands it's up, they play my song. song. Yeah, yeah it's my it's song real. Today. It is dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that course is dumb, but it's a good hook though. Still. It's also part of my second favorite mashup of all time, which is Party and Bullshit in the USA. Oh. Where it's the verses of Biggie's Party and Bullshit, and then the chorus of Party in the USA, which works. It's almost better than either of the sum of its parts. It's such a good mashup. I will have to listen to that, because I know you've mentioned that to me before, and I, I have not heard that. Yeah. Uh, and just to not be a tease, my favorite is Toxic Shack, which is... Britney Spears is toxic with Love Shack. Oh. Which everybody knows. That's like yeah. the most famous match yeah. ever. But it's, yeah. Uh, it's And it's become like a TikTok uh, fad, that song. I've seen it in a lot of TikToks lately. And I'm like, even the mashup is like 13 years old at this point. Wow. So the kids are even rediscovering classic mashups. And, and now they're retro cool <laughs> again. So that, that mashups were always cool. That was, that's an especially good one. Though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, so my number four is from 1973 by, an like, an awesome rock band. The song itself fucking, un like, rocks, not in a dumb way, but the, the lyrics are kind of cringy. It's Thin Lizzy's The Rocker. Okay. Do you know that one? No. Where the chorus is like, I'm a rocker. I'm a rocker, baby. It's like so it's a cool song, but just the fact of a rock and roll musician writing a song called I'm uh, I'm, I'm the rocker. rocker. Yeah. It's it's just kind of like, ooh, that's so on the nose. It's so funny because I have friends in Chicago who legit yeah. are like Thin Lizzy is the greatest rock and roll band ever. And like I celebrate mean, their celebrate they're the entire catalog. The, that's the thing. This song, it it rules. Mm -hmm. But it's just something about and it's it's not even like if it were 1953 and rock and roll was brand new and some rock guy had a song called The Rocker about how he's a rocker. Yeah. Then at least it would be like, OK, that's yeah. the bad. But it's 1973. He's like, I'm a rocker, baby. The girls stay away from me. But they like because I'm a rocker. I'm a rocker. I'm a, it even like I saw this promotional artwork for the single when it came out where it's like real comic booky and mm -hmm. it's Phil Linnett on a motorcycle. And it. And it looks badass, but uh, there's just something about being like self-proclaiming. I'm a rocker. Yeah. Once you're in the rock game and you're proclaiming your rock, yeah. it becomes a little stupid. Do you? Here, here's why. Here's, okay. the, here's the thing, Phil Linnett, and you're and you're a legend, and I worship you. But show, don't tell. Ooh. Any yeah. writer, any writer yeah. will tell you. Ready one on one. Yeah. If you have to tell me you're a rocker, then I'm skeptical. Do you think that if that song was not from Thin Lizzy and just some random one-hit wonder, you'd be like, oh, fuck this song? Yeah, if it were like Grand Funk Railroad yeah, was doing the, I'm a Rocker, I'd be like, oh, go to hell. Yeah. Go to hell. Uh, Phil Linna and Thin Lizzy, they get away with it because they actually are awesome. Yes. Like, and they just squeak by. Yeah. Almost anyone else it would be like, ah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. The Rocker. If it was the nitty gritty <laughs> band. Yeah. Or Ted Nugent. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. Because that's how it comes off. Like, if you didn't already know and like Thin Lizzy and this is the first song you heard, you might be like. Yeah. That makes but sense. There's nothing, there's nothing dumb about the song, but it's just sort of the, the 
subject and the lyrics and the presentation. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's like I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't. I want to play it loud in my car, but you know what I mean because it's 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 badass enough. Yeah. But I don't because if anyone heard it, I'd be embarrassed to be driving around bumping. You know, <laughs> bumping I'm a rocker. <laughs> They'd be like, "No, it's too it's too on the nose." Who's that dude? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. My I went a deep cut on my number four. Not the band, but the song. Um, the band, I'll give you the band first. The band, unfortunately, is Belle Bib DeVoe. Not unfortunately, because I love them to tears. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Belle Bib DeVoe, their debut album, Flawless. Mm-hmm. All killer, no filler. Their second album is, there's a lot of missteps. And their, okay. their first misstep was their second track on the album when they decided to do a basketball song called Above the Rim. Uh, <laughs> okay. And the beat is good. And I love that. Ba- I'm a basketball fan. I grew up playing it. I watch it. I'm a devoted fan. But even the yeah. song, I'm like, guys, don't don't sing a rap about basketball because it automatically <laughs> dates it. That Now, that sounds like pure biv to me, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah, it is. Yeah. Actually, that's so funny because, uh, yeah, he starts the rap off and it's Bell doesn't r- sing on it except the chorus at the end. So it's mostly Biv. Yeah, it's Biv was the I ball. Feel like, I feel like Michael Bivens brought that to the recording studio. He's like, I got something for us to do. And the other guys, Ricky and uh, and Ronnie were just kind of like, okay. It's fine. Like we, we each get one that's just our own. Yes. And here's yours. Fine. We'll do the we'll do the basketball. Song. Yes. They did the basketball <laughs> one. It's I still love it because, again, and it is about basketball. So part of me is like, well, I like it. But there's yeah. just – there's a – like they – Call out basketball, but they call out Tim Hardaway, who you're like, that guy has not played in 20 years. His son yeah. now plays in the league. Yeah, exactly. Like, not only are you making a song where it's like, do you really want to do a song with this topic? But you're going to get specific so that it has a shelf life of 12 minutes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't <laughs> yeah. lend itself. And it was it was one David of... David Robinson. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. You know, like, guys, come on. And then they... That was the song, I think it was the song they tried to make a single. So there's a video out. And the video out is just like them singing and there's basketball behind them. Okay, yeah. And they already did a video where they played basketball when they were a new addition. So they couldn't do that again. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, it's just a dumb song. And I still listen to it today, though. I I still listen to it today. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, also kind of dumb. Do me. (laughs) Great. But that's... (laughs) How <laughs> dare you besmirch Pretty dumb. do me? <laughs> you can do me in the morning. You, you can, can do, do me in the night. night. You can do me when you want to do me. I mean, he's That's he's open to anything. Top 100 dumbest <laughs> songs ever, oh, probably. <laughs> dare you, sir. I didn't say I don't love it. That's the point. We love it. Oh, especially the remix of that song. is fucking great. <laughs> I mean, that's it's because, you know, it's like they're men in their 20s being sexy in a way that sounds like a 12 or 13 year old boy trying to be sexy you know what i mean yeah like, and they're i mean they're in their 50s it's like now. having a song about boobs <laughs> like their, their yes. sex song is just called do me <laughs> do me it's, and they yeah. still play it today they're in their 50s it's great it's awesome yeah but it's dumb no it is dumb double those got a lot of dumb dumb good songs now yeah. that i think about yes. it yeah yeah so that was my number four uh my number three is from 2008. 
from an artist who, when his first single came out a year before that, I hated it so much and I hated him so much because he just seemed awful. The music was terrible. And then a year later, he put another song out where I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And then literally like a week or two later, he put out another single and I was like, yeah, I like this. So the, so this is that second single that brought me around. The first single, uh, was that, that I liked was, and that almost made the list was kiss me through the phone. But for my list, we're going with turn my swag on by soldier boy. Oh, I don't know either of those. You don't? No, I you just know the, I just know the big Soldier Boy song. Which yeah, was, crank that. Yeah, crank. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Superman, that hoe. Now watch me. Who? That yeah, one. that's that the one. one I hated. That's the one I hated. Oh. And 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 by the way, the fact that I turned around and I loved turn my swag on, and the reason I didn't count kiss me through the phone is because. The, the hook in the chorus, like a lot of uh, hip hop, was sort of sung by an R&B singer who yeah. was featured on the track. So I'm like, well, that kind of doesn't count because the hook is even someone else. But turn my swag, hop up out the bed, turn my swag on, took a look in the mirror, said, what's up? You never, you never heard no. that? Dude, no. So stupid. But... I, I love it. And like to this day, if I just kind of wake up in a good mood in the morning, I will just get get it stuck Oh, that's in my head. so funny. Hop up at the bed, turn my swag on. Here's, here's an idea of how stupid it is. Do you know the show Parks and Recreation? Love it. Well, then you've heard this song because Aziz Ansari's character, Tom, who's like a douchey yeah. sort of like wannabe, mm-hmm. like smooth guy. It was like his favorite song. Oh, okay. Then I think I probably would recognize yeah. it. Then yeah. it was like his theme song. Okay. Turn my swag on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that Soulja makes sense. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you heard it, you'd be like, okay, I know this from Parks and Rec. Okay, because Tom Haverford loved it. Like, and it's that level of stupid, right? That he would yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. But I unironically was like, I can't help the fact that this song like gets me pumped the way he's <laughs> trying to get me pumped. It works on me a hundred percent. That's the thing with these dumb songs is like you're like, I can't explain it. I can't yeah. I can't figure out why I just have to I just have to lean into it and embrace it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you liked so you hated Crank That. I, I hated Crank That and like at the time, you know, he was like 17 16 or yeah. 17 when that came out and he was this young upstart and he was so douchey in interviews and I hated the song and then he talked like there was something like Ice T said something unkind about him. And he was like, I don't even know who Ice T is, but I looked him up and he's like 50 years old. He's too old to rap. And I'm like, so now this punk ass is insulting the legend Ice T. Yeah. I just hated him so much. And then, uh, about a year later, kiss me through the phone came out and, uh, my roommate at the time was listening to it and she was super into it. And I was like, I, I kind of like this. actually." (laughs) Because this is good, but I, but like I was saying, I was kind of denying it. Where I was like, "Well, it's an R and B hook, and yeah. he's not performing the hook, so you know, you bring in a ringer like that, it's not quite fair." So I'm not going to say that I like Soldier Boy now. But then he t- put "Turn My Swag On" out within a month of putting out "Kiss Me Through the Phone," and I like "Turn My Swag On" even more. That's and I was like, "All so right, funny. I guess I like Soldier Boy now. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm a fan. Here I am." Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, because you like two really... songs. You like two out of his three big songs. Yeah, I yeah, that's true. And I don't know. I don't really know any other ones. He sort of isn't really on the map that much anymore. Like he hasn't left the business. But I mean, I don't really know anything he's put out since. No, then. I think he was and in the news recently. He's in the news recently for like doing some fucking cryptocurrency bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, a, and he was he did that thing where he was like selling like some gaming console. Yes. That was just like a yep. cheap, some cheap bullshit. Yep. But it, he put his he slapped his name on it. And, That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's doing so now. So he's he sort of became what I always assumed he would become when I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. He did a full 360 and is now he, there. He, I would I would venture to say you could call him a has been now. I'd say but, so, uh, yeah. But before he became a has been, he changed my mind about him. Wow. There's even a part in Turn My Swag on where he goes, uh, I got a question why they're hating on me. I got a question why they hating on me. And I'm like, you know, you're right, man. Yeah. Why was I hating on I you? I don't this know. Is good. I got to look you, into yeah. myself. Yeah. It felt like he was talking to me. <laughs> He's like, Paul, look, yeah. look, look in the mirror, Paul. Yeah. See what you find. And you did. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, soldier boy. I'm sorry for <laughs> hating you. on you. Right. I was wrong. It's on me. I, was wrong. I just didn't like one song, and it was not fair to you yeah, to, it to write you off. I, I, I'm glad you put these other new music out, so now I can appreciate your genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check out Turn My Swag All on. Right. And, I'll check uh, you're out. lying. You're, and not just you, but anyone. You're lying if you say it doesn't get you hyphy. <laughs> My number three will not get you hyphy. No. It is a complete 180. Mm-hmm. I know you know the song. This is as close to a guilty pleasure as I've ever gotten with a song. Is it a ballad? No, but it feels okay. like a ballad. It is okay. It is the, I've said this before, it's the mid-90s harmless rock. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's all that, like right around the time when it was the Goo Goo Dolls, the Wallflowers, Hootie, and I hated all that uh, yeah. shit. Duncan Sheik. Yes. One song uh, came out. And it's Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue oh, Something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, the lyrics of that are so dumb. So dumb. But yet I sing along. And I and said, what, what about, about breakfast, breakfast at Tiffany's? She said, I think Yeah, the I way that it's like a conversation, film. but it's yeah. like a stilted conversation. Yes. I in guess I, think I recalled. I, yeah. I said, we both kind of like kind of it. liked it. And I said, well, well that's, that's the one thing, thing we got. Like, what a dumb conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly as as you and I are editors, we're like, that's that's poorly written copy. <laughs> yeah, like, but also like thinks it's clever yes. to do that. Like, oh, what if you had an awkward conversation in the hook yeah. of a pop song? Yeah, exactly. But you're right, but it is like, but like they pulled it off that it's catchy and it's singable. They pulled it off, and even like the verses yeah. I like, I'm like, oh, this is good. And then there's like the guitar and it, and I'm like, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, very 90s. Very that, that 90s. Guitar hook. Yeah. Everything about it screams mid 90s. And even then, I was like, ah, yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, e- even at the time, being in junior high, I was like embarrassed to. To be like, I would be, I have a memory, a specific memory of like making my bed in the morning before going to school and sort of like singing along to that on the radio (laughs) alone in my room. And even though I was alone in my room, catching myself and being embarrassed, like I shouldn't like this. You're like, I shouldn't be doing this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because it's stupid. But it's, it's so good. dumb. It's so <laughs> dumb, but it's so hooky. And I'm like, even the name of the band, Deep Blue Something, is dumb. Oh, 
one of the worst bad names ever. Because again, thinks it's so clever. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you're not that clever. Yeah. (laughs) But I. We were just, we were trying to think of a name and we were like, Deep Blue Something. Deep Blue Something. And they were like, no. No man, that's it. That's it, right there. Yeah, Deep blue something. That's and then we it. all high fived. It was great. <laughs> and then we watched Breakfast at Tiffany's and wrote a song. Yeah, yeah. That's basically. Well, also, I I a hundred percent believe the situation that that song uh, describes happened in real life to the, the song. <laughs> oh, 100%. There's, yes. there's no way you would make up something. No else. one would make that. That's a thing that actually happened. He's like, I can make a song out of this. Yeah. That his girlfriend dumped his fucking ass and in the moment, he was like trying to make a moment. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, but what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? Remember? And she was just kind of like, yeah, I think so. I guess I remember that. Sure. Yeah, I guess. Like, just it, fine being like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, not even being on board, but trying to give it to yeah. him. And he was like, there's a song here. <laughs> there's something there. And she's like, yeah. great, we're still broken up. That was poetry. And yes. she's like, what a douche. <laughs> I got I to gotta get out of this situation. Yes. Yes. But still, yeah. thank God that happened because we got this wonderful dumb song. Yes. Yep. Uh, hey, the, whoever wrote it knows how to write a, a hook. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, so deservedly a one-hit wonder, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> just, oh yeah. They came. They gave us that song, and, and they they're like, "We're out forever. Can't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Can't get any better than that." Yeah. Yep. That was my number uh, three. I think I've talked about my number two song here before. Um, the the name of the band and the name of the song are so self-consciously dumb that it almost sounds like it's going to be a novelty song but they're legitimately this amazing garage guitar band where the band has six dudes uh and four of them are like guitar players like they're all frontmen they all sing lead together and they all just like shred on their guitars and they're amazing uh and the band is the name of the song is ghost with a boner (laughs) and the song is i mean and the band is diarrhea planet and this is not a joke song? It's Well, it's not a joke song, but the lyrics are... I'll tell you the lyrics completely right now because there's only two verses. Okay, go ahead. Verse one is, ghost with a boner, ghost with a bone, ghost with a boner, ghost with a bone, ghost with a boner, ghost with a bone, ghost with a boner, ghost with a bone. Okay, verse two. Drinking my beer, drinking my beer and being drunk. Drinking my beer, drinking my beer and being drunk. Drinking my beer, drinking my beer and being drunk. Drinking my beer, drinking my beer and being drunk. And then the third verse is just like harmonized oo-oo's, which I love, right? <laughs> it's going ooh, but it's awesome. And it's not a joke song. It's just a, it, the lyrics don't matter. It's just a bed for them to play this awesome like garage punk guitar work. I hate all of this. If you heard it, you'd get it. If you heard it, you'd get it. If you saw them play it live, you'd extra get it. Because it's four guys all singing that along, and they're and they're 
they're shouting it. They're not screaming it. It's not metal. Mm. But they're singing it in a way where they they sound like the happiest dudes. Did I have to tell you that they were dudes? Yeah. Really? <laughs> this band called Diarrhea yeah. Planet that they formed in college. Did I have to tell you that they formed the band in college? Yeah. Of course. Just They just sound like the happiest four dudes singing that you've ever heard. It's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird, but it's so good. It's ha- They're so much better than they have any right to be for calling themselves Diarrhea. And they've broken up since, mm-hmm. and they didn't break Shock. up acrimoniously but in the announcement they just kind of said like the band has run its course i'm like oh what happened did you turn 30 <laughs> like you can't no like you, yeah. you give yourself you give your band that name you're putting a timer on it uh, exactly you there's an expiration date yeah you can't be a grown-up and be in a band called diarrhea no, planet <laughs> playing a playing a local bar yeah can you be up on the billboard with that that's so funny yeah but they're not a joke band do you they're, know any of their other songs or celebrate their catalog yeah, I'm not that deep into them, but I've listened to everything they did. Like, when they would put an album out, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to listen to this, and it's going to be wall-to-wall excellent. That's so funny. But it's kind of like that attitude of, like, we're so good, we're just going to give our, give ourselves a shitty name, because who cares what the name of our band is, you know? Because we're so good instrumentally? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, we don't need to take our stuff. They, you know, we're just good. <laughs> That's so odd. <laughs> But it's so it makes it so hard to convince people to listen to it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like, it's not easy to tell someone like, "No, nah, I love Diarrhea Planet." <laughs> yeah, give them, give them just, a listen. Just, like dismissing. Like, no. Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't need to listen to any of this person's opinions ever again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this person means nothing to me. Yeah, but Ghost with a Boner by Diarrhea Planet is no joke. One of my favorite songs of all time. I mean, that's the hardest thing to say as an adult. Yeah, <laughs> and no, you're not gonna like it because it's like guitar music. Yeah. but it's a party. It's a party. That song. You know? That's it's on many levels sounds distressing. <laughs> it's so funny. It's that's so your number good. Two. It's so good. Uh, that's great. Yeah. My number two. You know, it's a deep cut. It's one of the. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna know it. It was a medium hit. It's. I'm glad it's my number two because it's basically as ridiculous as lyrics as Diarrhea Planets, except Diarrhea Planets probably knows that they're doing dumb lyrics on purpose. Yeah. And K7 with their song Come Baby Come do not know that. <gasps> oh, <laughs> come baby, come baby, 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 baby come, come. come. So you got to give me love and you got to give me some. Oh, God. Oh, the sound of 1993 there. Or yes, whatever. exactly. 1993. 1993. Yeah. I yeah. bought the single because I was like, this song's great. <laughs> you didn't need to buy it. It was on the radio all the yeah. time. <laughs> and But I was like, I'm never going to buy this album. Never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, but it's so hooky. It just like, but the lyrics, like the first lyrics are, I slam the door, boom, when I come into the bedroom, wham, bam, because I'm the king of the castle. That's right. <laughs> You're not even trying. Oh, God. Yeah. And then there's a baseball reference about sliding into home base, trying to hit a home run. Swing, bada, 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 <laughs> swing. Right. Swing. It's, uh, it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, God, I haven't thought about that song in a grip. I got to listen to it again. Oh, I still play it. I still play it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's well, it, it is the kind of song that is exactly the kind of song that will just 
be stuck in your head for no reason. Yeah. Even if you haven't heard it recently, you might just wake up one morning and catch yourself going, come back. back, back. <laughs> yeah. Just and just blue. like, what happened in my brain that that was just called forth in my consciousness? Yeah. Yeah. It won't yeah. go away. And also, they never did anything else. Right. There was never and, a second hit or a second anything. And this song was pretty big, but it wasn't like monumentally big. It was just, it was a brief blip. I love that at the exact same time in history, there was a popular band called K7 and a popular band called L7. And they couldn't be any less related to each other. It's so funny you said that because on my notes when I was writing my list, I put L7. I went, whoop, nope. And I had to cross it out and I put K7. Because I was just like, wait, wrong band, wrong band. Come by L7. (laughs) Yeah. Paul's like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's 1993 for you. Yeah, that was my number two. All right, my number one um, is a song, once again, because of the title of the song, sounds like you're like, oh, this is going to be a dumb mm-hmm. joke song, but it's not. Uh, the name of the song is Butt Town. <laughs> okay. okay <laughs> by, yeah. Iggy, by Iggy Pop. Oh, see, now you see, see, that's from, really interesting. Just the from, fact that it's Iggy Pop, I go, oh. You already know it's not a joke. Yeah. It's from his uh, 1990 album, Brick by Brick, the same one with Candy on it. This is oh, also Candy's a, a good song. We yeah. play Candy. Butt Town is not a joke. It's it's a satire. Butt Town is about Los Angeles. It's a, it's a, a satire of Los Angeles. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's really good. So, but the name Butt Town in the song refers to L.A. He's singing about Hollywood. Yeah. Right? He's just not, but he's being... He's an obtuse man, so he's being oblique. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But I also first heard this song, not through just loving Iggy Pop, but because it was on Beavis and Butthead. Remember how they used to watch videos? Yeah. So there's a video where they're watching uh, the video for Butt Town (laughs) and like obviously loving it. Because they're just like, what did he say? <laughs> did he say pot? <laughs> and there's one point where the the lyric is, uh, "Monday you're new, and Friday you're through in Butt Town." <laughs> and when he and when Iggy sings that pop that part, Butthead goes, "This song has the best lyrics I've ever heard," <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I can't disagree. <laughs> no, but it works. I'm gonna yeah, I it's mean, a great that song. Works. I to the to the point where. My my old improv partner Josh and I, Josh Bagweed, who does oh, our theme music, yeah, we would just we would sing this song, we would celebrate this song, and we designated August first Butt Town Day. And every August first, I'll just get a te- text from Josh that says Happy Butt Town Day. Like <laughs> we just love the song Butt Town. It's a great song. Is there a reason why it's August first? Or just random? I think it was just August 1st when we decided the first year. Today's Butt Town Day. And like, you know, we put it on our Google calendars as a recurring event. So every year, every year I get a notification. Today is Butt Town How many years have you been, has this been going? Probably since like 2012. Wow. So almost that's, 12, 10 that's years. That's fucking great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little in-joke, uh, me and my buddy. I love that. Love it's been, been going on almost nine years. Yeah. That's fantastic. And like, yeah, a little bit different from Ghost, because Ghost Through the Boner, you listen to the lyrics and you're like, okay, they're being goons. That's yeah. funny. But Butt Town is, it's, it sounds dumber than it is. He's just yeah. talking, he's talking shit about LA and calling it Butt Town, 
which is yeah. like that's the theme behind it is is accurate yeah. and and good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that. It totally makes sense that your number one would be a Niggy Pop song. Yeah, hell yeah, love totally. Niggy Pop. Totally yeah. makes sense. Um, my number one totally makes sense for me. We've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. God, I almost want you to guess it, but I'd have to give you a hint. Okay, it's a rap song. Uh huh. Okay. It's from ninety-two. Is it funky dividends. Oh no, it's not funky dividends. <laughs> funky dividends is too cool. Uh, oh, yeah. Think of a very popular rapper who had a dumb song in the early nineties that we've talked about. Huh. I East wish Coast I or West Coast? Like where? West where, where, where? Coast. I'll even give you a, a Oakland. Is it Hammer? Yes. <laughs> is it Pumps in a Bump? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's Pumps in a Bump. Well done. My Hell number yeah. one is Pumps in a Bump. Yes. <laughs> oh, still love this song. Still yeah, love it. That's a good choice. Oh, I was always There are that. layers to what makes that song dumb. So, so many layers. Yeah. There's... Just a nut, just the fact that it's called Pumps and a Bump, and it's a sexual song from Hammer. Yeah. I like the girls with the pumps and, and a the bump. bumps. Yeah. The fact that it's him completely changing up his sound and, and attitude. There's nothing sadder than an attempted sellout that fails. Yes. Very, very bad. Yeah. Very bad. And then the notorious video where he's in a bikini brief. Well, there are two videos, and one of them he's in bikini briefs, yes. and it's a and it's a pool party video, and it's embarrassing. And then there's another one where he's got the like early '90s gangster look with the super baggy jeans yes. and the Tims and like the beanie hat, and that doesn't work for him either because it's hammered. So you got to wear the harem pants and the glasses and that do the dance. Actually, works for me because that's actually I will go so far to say that's some of his best dancing in that video. It's amazing. Sure. And it's it's not a bad look, but it just doesn't work. And it, it didn't work because it was Hammer not being yes. himself. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm not buying it from you, Hammer. This isn't yes. you. This yes. isn't you. But uh, I bought the album, The Funky Head Hunter, because of Pumps and the Bump. I won the album, The Funky Head Hunter. <laughs> I've told that That's story right. before. That's yeah. right. And it's not a good album by any means. I don't know if I ever listened to it. I don't know if I ever listened to it at all. I might have just played it once. If you remember the story was I won a contest on the radio. Yeah. And they asked me my age and I was honest and said 11. And I think maybe they sent me the only thing they had without an explicit lyrics warning on it. <laughs> and that was Hammer's the Funky Headhunter. Yeah, I didn't want it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I ever listened to it. And if I did, it was probably just Pumps and a Bump. Pumps and a Bump. The other one was It's All Good, which is pretty good. But Pumps and a Bump, still to this day, I'm like, God damn, that hits hard. For me, it's not still to this day. It's like now that enough time has passed and I don't listen to it in the context of Hammer trying to come Mm -hmm. back with this gangster album. Now I can just hear it for its own merits. And I'm like, no, actually, this isn't bad. This isn't bad. Yeah. Like, we were all just dunking on Hammer because of all of the context surrounding this. But this is pretty good. And honestly, it's probably better than anything on Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him. You know, it's... A lot. There's a lot of crap on Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him. Pumps in a bump. 
Pumps and the Bumps should go down as one of his best songs. Honestly. Yeah. What are you gonna? Would you rather listen to Pumps and the Bump or like We Got to Pray just to make it today? Exactly. <laughs> do I want to? No, hear, it's not bad. No, it's do, not bad. Do I want to hear Pumps and the Bump or Adam's Family theme song? <laughs> Adam's Family rap. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Or I his don't. weird hip hop cover of Have You Seen Her? Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> that's so bad. But I would say honestly, today. Pumps and a Bump is is probably better than you can't touch this. Like Pumps and a Bump, yeah, I'd say so. Ain't bad. No, it ain't bad. It's yeah. cooky. It hits. It's fun to dance to. It doesn't sound too dated. It's just yeah. it's just the theme of Pumps and a Bump. I like the girls with the Pumps and a Bump, and you're like, yeah, Amber, you've never ever said that ever <laughs> in your life, and now you're putting it in a song, um, right? Yeah. But loved it then, love it now. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's good. That's an excellent choice. Yeah. And uh, a good one to close the episode with, because that's it. We are done with our dumb songs. <laughs> we nailed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it, for, that's it for this mini episode. Bye. Bye.